Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Here, welcome to the No Spin News for Thursday, February 2nd, 2023. Stand up for your country. It is Groundhog's Day. Now, I don't believe in the Groundhog's Day theory that the uh, critter named Phil sees his shadow and then runs back and it's going to be more winter. I don't believe in the Loch Ness Monster. I don't believe in the Yeti. I am a skeptic, right? But it's cute, and it's February, and it's cold, so any diversion is okay. Now, I hope you saw my interview with former Secretary of State and CIA Director Mike Pompeo yesterday. I'm going to brag here a little, and you can write me and and scold me for it. If you watch that interview, and if you're a BillOReilly.com premium or concierge member, you can see it anytime you want. In fact, you can even get a transcript of it. But if you really watch it and then you compare, because Pompeo's uh, flogging a book now and he's been all over the place. If you compare his conversations with other journalists, it's not even in the same hemisphere, which is why you are here watching and listening to the No Spin News. It's my experience that makes the difference. So I know Secretary Pompeo a long time. 
I know what the Trump administration did and did not do in foreign affairs. I looked at his book extensively and I was able to formulate questions and have a conversation with him that just cut to it. Not all his BS. Now, he's not a BSer, Pompeo. Most politicians are. He's not. You ask him a question, you'll get an answer. But it's the questions themselves that make the difference. So I am bragging, proud of the interview. Hope you will watch it on BillOReilly.com. Hope you become a premium member so that you can watch anything anytime you want and get the transcripts as well. The lead story tonight is we are living in the United States of deception. That is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. It's, it's really a shame that the concept of truth has pretty much been obliterated here. Um, you can be a dishonest person and skip through life now. All right. And, and you wouldn't even be chastised in many places if you're a known liar. And if you go into court and you raise your hand and swear to tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth, then 10 seconds later, you perjure yourself, which happens every single day in almost every single case in this country, civil or criminal. If you do that and perjure yourself, nothing will happen to you. Nothing. So what's the point of having the oath? It's just a facade. It's a joke. Now, when I was growing up, the truth mattered, at least in my family. If I lied to my parents, it was unpleasant. I carried that over to my upbringing for my kids. Okay, the worst thing they could do, and I mean the worst, was lie to me. They did that. There were sanctions. I have to say, they didn't do it. Maybe little ones, but nothing big, nothing consequential. But I drummed it into them. Okay? Eighth commandment, don't bear false witness against your neighbor. What does that mean? Don't lie. Ever. No matter how painful the truth may be. There's only two reasons that lying is justified. One, to save yourself from affliction. Somebody coming after you, wanting to hurt you. Okay? And number two, to spare somebody's feelings in a meaningless way. So if somebody is looking pretty shabby, but you know they're in a depressed state, and they say, how am I doing? And I say, okay. Even I know they're not doing okay. I don't want to make the situation worse, and it doesn't really matter. I can't affect it. But in matters of consequence, you don't lie. But you do lie. Now, I'm going to present President Biden, who is the President of the United States. This man has no concept of the truth at all. He just doesn't. I'm going to give you three examples, and, and you can decide, but I mean, I'm appalled. Roll SOT number one. We're sending back the vast majority of the families that are coming. We're trying to work out now with Mexico their w willingness to take more of those families back. But we, that, that's what's happening. They're not getting across the border. They're not getting across the border. Six million of them have since Biden's been inaugurated. More than any other president by far in the history of this country. 
And he just sits up there and does it. Okay. Sound bite number two. Go. Two years in, it's clearer than ever that I think our economic plan is working. We've created nearly 11 million jobs, the strongest job growth on record for any president at this point in history. That's a lie. He didn't create 11 million jobs. He's counting after COVID came in and the economy shut down, okay, all of the unemployment because of COVID. And then when the economy then ramped back up again, those jobs came back. He didn't create them. Okay. I mean, it's just a, you just sitting there going, ooh. Number three. Catholic bishops are demanding that federal tax dollars not fund abortions. No, they are not all doing that. Nor is the Pope doing that. As we told you yesterday, there is not one Catholic bishop that supports tax dollars, okay, going to fund abortions. Not one. Because they couldn't hold their position and take that position. And the Pope, obviously, uh, doesn't do it. So when you have the President of the United States openly lying to the American public, and where do you see what the State of the Union address next Tuesday? Where do you, where do you see that? And we'll have the best analysis here, okay? Um, the guy, it used to be that politicians feared telling an outright lie. So they would spin it. That's what the no-spin news is all about. They'd spin it. You know, I created the no-spin zone because we don't do that. But they didn't say, well, the families aren't coming across the border when everybody knows they are. Because they feared if they said that, they'd be branded a liar. But there is no brand now because everything is relative. There is no truth. It's my truth or whatever the stupid cliche is that the progressives use. There's no factual truth anymore. Certainly Biden doesn't believe in that. Now, yes, you'll, you'll say, and I have said this in a play, he doesn't know what he's saying. That's true. Okay, it's true, but I'm not giving him a pass. I'm just not. All right, so um, when you live in the United States of deception, you have a breakdown, all right, in every place because you can't find out what really is happening because people will lie to you. How many times have you been lied to? Let's do an experiment over the next week, all right? Write down on a piece of paper people who have lied to you. And how many times, where do you see how it mounts up and up and up and up and up and up like that? And then if you confronted those people with the fact that they lied to you, they deny it or they'd rationalize it or they wouldn't remember it. Oh, I don't recall that. All right. And then that extends into people who have power over you. So if you go in uh, to some government agency and you say, look, uh, this is going wrong in my community. And the person says, well, you know, I'll, I'll fix it or I'll, I'll take a look at it. And they never do. It's a lie, right? And, and that, that's where we are. There isn't no, there is no drive in this society anywhere to bring the truth back. 
So the final word on this for me and the talking points is this. The O'Reilly family has a code, okay? And the code is you do what you say you will do. Very simple. Doesn't have anything to do with lying, all right? It has to do with basically being a man or woman of your word, okay? It's not quite um, telling the truth or not telling the truth. It's if I state something and I'm an O'Reilly, then I am going to do what I say. That kind of discipline, and it is a discipline. So if you say, hey, let's have lunch, well, then make the invitation. Or if you say, I'll call you back, call him back. If you don't, what you said is, it's a little thing, but little things grow into a lifestyle where the truth doesn't matter. And I am appalled at President Biden. I am appalled. And you can do what about, what about, what about, and give me Trump or give me Clinton or give me Carter or give me, you can. You can do the what about. It doesn't excuse Biden. And that's the memo. All right, his schedule today, actually had a busy day. I was kind of stunned. He had to get up at uh, six in the morning to go to a prayer breakfast, national prayer breakfast. That's good. I hope he prayed for me. I don't believe he did. Uh, Then at noon, uh, King Abdullah of Jordan, who is an ally of the United States, came over with his son and they had uh, lunch. So there's two meals down for the president. And then at 2.15, uh, he celebrated the Family and Medical Leave Act. And at 4.30, met with the Congressional Black Caucus. All okay. Don't have a beef with any of that. Uh, very surprised. He, he worked as hard as he did today. I assume tomorrow he'll do nothing. Because they got to rehearse him now for the State of the Union on Tuesday. And I mean, that kid <laughs> get shaky. Because that's a long address. And I'm just going to count up the untrue. I'm just going to tick them off. All right. There's a pullout Gallup. Gallup is okay. Um, And telephone interviews with 1,011 adults across country. We didn't get the breakdown of Republicans or Democrats, but it doesn't matter. So this is about quality of life, this poll in the USA. First question. Are you satisfied or dissatisfied with the overall quality of life? 65% satisfied, 35% dissatisfied. Not a bad number. I mean, it's down a little from past years, but coming off COVID and, uh, you know, tough economic uh, with the inflation, that's not a bad number. The opportunity for a person to get ahead by working hard, satisfied 61, dissatisfied 39. You know, I, that's a weak number. Because you can get ahead by working hard in this country. I'm the poster boy for that. Um, Influence of organized religion, satisfied 48, dissatisfied 50. So religion is really collapsing in America. Really, we'll do that in depth someday. The size and power of the federal government, are you satisfied? 33% are like the federal government. 67% do not. Okay. I'm with the 67%. Size and influence of major corporations, uh, 27% are satisfied. They like the corporations. 71% do not because the corporations are greedy. 
And they are. Absolutely are. No doubt about it. Um, the way income and wealth are distributed in the U.S., totally satisfied, 24, totally dissatisfied, 75. So the progressive tenet of class warfare is working here. Okay, that's a big number. Not satisfied with the way income and wealth are distributed. So distributed is a bad word because it should be earned, not distributed. The government does distribute through taxation, no doubt about it. But it's what you earn, okay, that means your quality of life in the sense of having things and options. So I don't think people really understand that. They think that the government should be able to, you know, guarantee outcomes in the economic zone. And that's never going to happen. It has never happened on this planet anywhere. You're communist, you're socialist, you don't have anything. Is that what you want? Um, and finally, the moral and ethical climate in America satisfied 20 to satisfied 80. And that goes back to the lying thing. Because even though people may not be able to articulate, they know that the fundamental, all right, underpinnings of a decent society where you have charity, where you have honesty, where you have generosity, okay, it's going. Going, it's evaporating. It's like every man or woman for him or herself. Okay, major news, Alice. Now, this is a big story. I got no coverage at all because it's embarrassing for the press. So remember, the Founding Fathers gave the press, me and people in the media, special privileges to inform you about what the government primarily was doing. That's why they did it. Okay, so that is all blown up, too. There is a study out from the Walter Cronkite School of Journalism at Arizona State University. The study interviewed 75 corporate media leaders, did not contact me. Okay, these are corporation people. 75 is a lot. Here are the findings. Number one, media figures argue that journalists should ditch objectivity and include their own beliefs, biases, and experiences to convey truth. Well, what if your beliefs, biases, and experiences aren't true? What if you make up your experiences? What if you're a, a loon, a crazy, insane person? That's not truth. So that's ridiculous. Number two. Um, journalistic objectivity was either unrealistic, distorted reality, or undesirable. So telling you the truth is undesirable because you have to have your own truth, not the truth, not the truth, your own truth, whatever that may be. All right, number three, journalists of color and LGBT Q journalists said reporting objectively negates many in the newsroom's identities, life experiences, cultural context, keeping them from pursuing the truth in their work. Why? We're journalists. It doesn't matter what color you are or what your proclivities are. We're journalists. We're all the same. We're supposed to be establishing what is true by facts. 
that man killed that woman. That's a fact. And then reporting that fact to you, not looking at it through a prism of color or whatever, lifestyle. That's insane. But this is what these people want. These are the big people who control the corporate media. And finally, the study points out that the standard for objectivity was dictated over decades by male editors in predominantly white newsrooms and reinforced their own view of the world. That's right. Uh, the privilege, right? The patriarchy. Well, that's not the same now, is it? No. So just because the whites dominated the newsrooms back 20 years ago, that shouldn't influence your reporting now. Right? I mean, come on. Let me give you one very clear example of reporting. This 1619 project that the New York Times is touted and it won some awards is total bull. It's just total garbage, all right, from top to bottom. And it, basically what the project says is that slavery was a primary driver of America's development. That's what it's, strip it down, that's what it is. Slavery, 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 everything. So I'm writing a book called Killing the Witches, and I have a little story on it today um, about the pilgrims who came over on the Mayflower, and they weren't called pilgrims until the 19th century, by the way. They were Puritans and strangers. That's what they were called. Okay, And they landed in Massachusetts, and they developed a society. Okay, Now, there were people in Jamestown, Virginia, but that was that wasn't that was like survival there. In Plymouth, they developed towns, okay, and a structure. Slavery had nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it at all. Okay, it was religion that drove the formulation of the Massachusetts Bay Colony. And, and that's the truth. There's no debate about it. Okay, so I'm, the progressives want to rewrite history. So the kids have no blanket idea what happened in America or why it happened. All right, let's go to some politics. Uh, so Speaker McCarthy met with President Biden yesterday to talk about the debt ceiling raised. Both men said the first meeting went well. Afterward, McCarthy answers some questions. Go. Where should those budget cuts come from right now? Medicare and Social Security, the White House insists Republicans want to cut. What cuts do you want? Well, to let me be clear about that. And I've been clear many times. No, we're not talking about that. And to really be able to do this right, I'm not going to negotiate this in the press, right? I respect the conversation we had together, and we will continue that. So the press, knowing, everybody knows that cuts in Social Security and Medicare are not being promoted by the Republican Party per se. Maybe a few loons on the right are, but not the party. Everybody knows that. It's been repudiated time and time and time again. From Donald Trump to uh, the Speaker of the House to every authoritative Republican politician. Not going to cut Social Security, but the press still asks about it because the press 
wants that narrative to go along with Biden, Biden keeps saying it, out to scare senior citizens. It's like they want to scare African-Americans. That's why the question's asked. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming, might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. African-American studies. Okay, so you may have heard about uh, Florida Governor DeSantis saying that public schools, including public colleges, okay, cannot teach propaganda about race in the classroom. And so some of the courses were revised. Now, that was done in December, but it's just coming out now, okay, that the AP courses which are high school courses. If you're a high school student and you want to get into a good college, you've got to take AP courses. Have to. Now, the, the school doesn't force you to, but if you want to advance your education, you've got to take them. I went through this. All right. So I'm on News Nation last night with Cuomo, Chris Cuomo, and this is one of the stories that we debated. Go. DeSantis can't tell a private school in Florida you can't teach black studies. He can mandate that public schools don't require it for graduation. That's what he's doing. Because he believes, and there's plenty of evidence to back it up, that activists will teach these courses, not regular historians. I'll never get hired to teach a black studies course, ever. I'm a historian, but I'm a traditional guy. 
DeSantis knows this, and he also knows that parents are very nervous about their kids being indoctrinated in public schools. Certain white parents. The most in Florida are on his side on these issues. Most yes, white, scared people are on his side. I, don't, I think that's denigrating them. I think you, you have a nerve to say a parent who's worried about indoctrination is scared. I, I think that well, there is all, propaganda in the classroom. By definition, but you got to be careful. By definition, if you're worried about indoctrination, right. you are scared. And no, 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 the you're is concerned. Whether, no, concerned is about, well, let's look at it. They don't want to look at it. They like what they're hearing because they're afraid and they want someone to fight for I them. disagree. I'm not afraid of anything. I mean, and I wouldn't allow my children to take a black studies course that delves with queerness, which is what was on the table in some of the Florida school districts. I'm not afraid. I'm outraged. I don't want that. So this, well, if you object to this propaganda, the 1619 project, you're afraid. No, I'm not. I'm outraged. I'm concerned. I don't want my kids getting this kind of propaganda rammed down their throat. And what if you dissent? What if you dissent? That's the message of the day on BillOReilly.com. I hope you all read it. Okay. So what if you get in the classroom and you're raised in a family tradition? You raise your hand and go, I'm not buying this. Okay. To the instructor, the activist, what do you think is going to happen to you? It's not fair to put high school and college kids in that situation. Anyway, it was a lively debate with Cuomo. Uh, it's all over the place. You can check it out. Um, you guys should watch that if you're not. News Nation. All right, so crime in America. I'm doing this story just to let you know how serious this crime thing is because it gets lost sometimes. So in California, in Fresno County, center of the state, all right, there's a small town named Selma. They have their own police department. Officer Gonzalo Carrasco answered a call of a trespasser, 24 years old, baby on the way. Okay, he shows up and Nathaniel Dixon, 23 years old, shoots Officer Carrasco dead. There's Nathaniel. Okay, Nathaniel had been convicted of firearms and narcotics violations and sentenced to five years, four months in a California penitentiary last March, March 7, 22. Okay, he served six months. So. He was sentenced to five years, four months. They're out in six months. He's out. What's that? What's that? The legislature passed insane laws, just like here in New York, and he gets out. And what does he do? Gets a gun, right? And shoots the officer dead. Where, where are the marches? Where's the outrage for Gonzalo Carrasco? Where? Awful. All right. The Good News Network. We need some good news, right? I think we do. So the Good News Network, which I never heard of, has been around since 1997. That's a long time. And I'm sorry. I apologize to the Good News Network, which is there um, to provide 
altogether now. Good news. I don't know if this is good news. I think it is. So they report on aviation deaths. So all of us know people are afraid to fly. It's a neurosis. It's not based on any reality. It's like being a progressive. Okay, so flying in a commercial airliner, you have a one in 4,240,000 chance of being hurt. <laughs> one in 4 million. Okay, it's, so, it's safer than taking a hike. How about global climate change and fierce storms? Okay, every storm we have now is global warming, every fire, every mudslide. You have a 1.6 out of a million chance of being hurt in a storm or act of nature. That's it. Okay, so don't be afraid. All right, don't be afraid. Chris Cuomo thinks you're afraid. I know you're not afraid. My viewers and listeners are not afraid. You wouldn't ever watch this for or listen to this broadcast if you were afraid. Let's go up to British Columbia, beautiful place. Uh, they're going to legalize narcotics up there. So if you want fentanyl, that's where you go. Heroin, methamphetamine, crack, anything. Anything you want, British Columbia, it's okay. You go take it. You use it. And if the cops find you stammering around or OD'd or anything like that, the authorities in Canada are going to direct you to drug rehab. Not put you there, give you a little card, call this number, they'll direct you. So this is another insane progressive thing. How do we know that? Facts. Oregon did the same thing. Right down the highway, you can drive from Vancouver to Portland, Oregon in about five hours. So you just go to Oregon, see what's happening. They legalize, oh yeah, okay. So in 21, latest stats available, 745 Oregonians die from drugs, up from 280 in 19. And that's not even close to being a top figure there because a lot of ODs are not classified that way. All right, less than 1% of all Oregonians who are confronted by authorities for whatever, and they have drugs on them, enter treatment. (laughs) Less than 1%, which bolsters my theory that drug-addicted people don't want to get off the drugs. All right? So Oregon now has the second worst addiction rate in the country. You know who's the worst? Montana. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day, and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before, and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. 
Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. That methamphetamine up there. Smart Life Basket Savings. So, again, I, I'm not in this world, but on your phone and my phone, we have an app store. I, I have no idea, but... I have it. If you go to Basket Savings and you put your zip code in, they compare food prices. You tell them, look, I want to buy a steak. And it, whoop, right before your eyes, if someone says steak costs here, it's there, and it gets you a lower price. Basket Savings on your app store. Killing the witches again. Okay, you don't have to put the cover up on this one. In Connecticut... All right. Um, Eleven people were executed for being witches. We write about this. It's not the primary uh, focus. Salem, Massachusetts is. Eleven people were executed for being uh, witches um, in the uh, late 1690s. Uh, Nine were women, two men. So the state of Connecticut is going to pass legislation that exonerates them posthumously. Okay, Um, they're dead, of course, but they're going to wipe their records out that they weren't witches. (laughs) Okay, it's good for me because it brings the issue back and then people might read my book, Killing the Witches, the Horror of Salem, Massachusetts. This day in history, February 2nd, 1653, New Amsterdam was incorporated. What's New Amsterdam? New York. So February 2nd, 1653, Two Dutchmen, Solomon Peterson and Jacob Barsimonson, come over working for the Dutch West India Company, the most powerful company on earth. They established a trading post and name the trading post Manhattan Island, New Amsterdam. They incorporated, okay? And the ships got coming in. So the first couple of years, there were a thousand people in New Amsterdam. All right. So the Indians who sold Manhattan to the Dutch for trinkets, they kind of had buyer's remorse. They attacked, all right? They attacked um, two years later and killed 100 settlers and kidnapped 150 of them, almost a quarter of the population. The Indians either killed or kidnapped them, okay? A lot of brawl. Then... In 1664, British ships, warships, came into the harbor, New York Harbor, took the island over without firing a shot. Immediately renamed New Amsterdam, New York. But 370 years ago today, New Amsterdam was incorporated. All right. I hope you like these little history nuggets we give you every day. We got a mail segment and uh, we have a final thought about late night TV collapsing. Right back. 
All right, let's go to the mail. George, concierge member, I hope you guys check that out on BillOReilly.com. It will enhance your life. It will. I agree that Biden often doesn't know what he's saying, but I also think some of his comments are false and he knows they're a lie. You know, I, I would say that's accurate. Uh, Jill, if Donald Trump runs again, it looks like he will. It could very well be the end of the country. As we know it, he will not win. It's a steep climb. No doubt about it. Margot Freer, Medford, Oregon. Fabulous interview with Mike Pompeo. The No Spin News is the only one that gives us in-depth and glimpses of important people. You know, I do my best, and I appreciate you uh, noticing, Margot. I'm very proud of that Pompeo interview. It was good. Alice Ortrisco, Ontario, Canada. Monica Crowley said Michelle Obama is going to run for president. You said that if she runs, she'll win. God help us. Well, I don't, I haven't heard anything. And she'd have to declare by June of this year. But if she runs, Michelle Obama could very well win. Jenny Meyer, Elko, Nevada. Though you said to find out why those police officers in Memphis beat Tyree Nichols to death, they need to be interviewed. And you suggested some academics should be used. Why would you want to do that? Because academics are shown to be time and time again liberal. Look, it's social scientists that we need, part of the um, governor's task force that he puts together. No ideology. I understand your point, but we, we need facts here. Okay, we need to analyze why these officers did what they did and committed symbolic suicide. Jim Vaughn, Hudson, Ohio. I just read about another 15-year-old kid dying of a drug overdose and watched his mother crying. I couldn't agree more with your sentiment about pushes. We've been told by Barack Obama and the new culture that the pusher isn't that bad. The mistake President Obama made was saying that people who sell fentanyl, heroin, crack, methamphetamine are not committing a violent crime. That was a huge mistake by President Obama. I pointed it out at the time because, as you say, the seller of the poison is responsible for what the poison does to the buyer. Yes, the buyer's responsible too for going into that dangerous world. That is true. But the pusher should be punished. It just drives me crazy when these people aren't punished. Horrible, horrible thing to do. Sell narcotics. Nicole uh, Caltagiron of Flushing, New York. I just heard that the SUNY schools in New York have made a CRT courses a requirement for graduation. Okay? What is the end game? Indoctrination. New York is run by progressive left. They want all the students to be progressive left. That's what they want. I would not send my kid to a state university in New York with that requirement. Period. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet.
Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bob DeMarco, Louisville, Kentucky, out of concern for my wife, uh, for my son and his wife now living in Mexico, I've upgraded to concierge membership. I very much respect your opinion and your staff does a fantastic job of getting facts. Please review my situation. Okay, so Bob is now a concierge member, which means what he told me is private. But since he has allowed me through this mail on the No Spin News, I'm going to tell you basically, I'm not going to give you the intimate details. His son and his young wife are living in Rosarito, Mexico, which is south of Tijuana. They can't afford to come across the border and live in San Diego. Okay, so they're down there. What should the father do? If it's me, they're out of there in 24 hours. It's far too dangerous to live in Mexico if you're an American trying to make a living. Far too dangerous. Now, San Diego, it's expensive, but if you move east, if you live in the eastern suburbs, you can afford it. It's all about doing and working your way up. That's what it's about. But I'd get them out of there in a heartbeat. Randall, my wife and I have our kids in the estate plan, provided there's any left when, by the time we go. We've helped them over the years mainly because they truly appreciate us as parents and try to be good solid citizens. There you go. Now, there's a lot of duality here. Some kids are good, some kids aren't. You don't have to give everybody the same. In fact, if there's a kid who disrespects you and is a, you know, doing bad things in his or her life, don't give him anything. Why enable that? No, don't feel bad about it. It's your judgment. It's your endowment. You got to make those judgments. Michael Knight, Kenner, Louisiana. Why do you use the word killing in your book titles, O'Reilly? Come on, Michael. It's a brand now. It's a catchy title. And people are stealing it all over the place. TV show Killing Eve. You know, I mean, it's ripped it right off. It's a brand. And it's appropriate. All right, BillOReilly.com store the new polos, no spin polos. I just ordered two of them. They're great. They're going to sell out. Go in there and get them now. We have them. We got mugs. We got sales on books. Good sales on books. So you might want to check out the store. Word of the day, brand new word. Do not be a bulketeer. B-U-L-K-A-T-E-E-R. Do not be a bulketeer. It's not a mouseketeer. Bulketeer. Right back at the final thought. All right, here's the final thought today. I'm watching the collapse of late night TV. Last week, here are the ratings. Let's put them on up and fit on radio. I'll read them to you. Number one late night was that despicable uh, Stephen Colbert, but only 2.18 million people watched, which is nothing. I then Gutfeld, who's on cable, came in at 1.8 million. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel, third, 1.5. Jimmy Fallon, 1.3. Whoa. Then after that, you got the late, late stuff. Corden did 8.26. Myers, 7.62. But Nightline, I didn't know Nightline was on. 937,000. So this is just, you add all those up, that doesn't even come to one Jay Leno or one David Letterman back in the day or Carson. You could, you could add them up and then put a three next to it. And Americans have just said, look, it's not good. That's what this is about. It's like the movies. It's not good. It's not funny. It's not entertaining. We're not going to watch it. Now we have the computers. 
So we're not watching. Good night. <laughs> New column Sunday noon. Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News. We'll see you Monday. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you.